John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of this world. He is the father of Ragnar's Chapel, a private church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this pastor. Hallelujah. Now you may place the seated first. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord is God. It is He that hath made us, not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pastures. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, his truth endureth to all generations. Today is the first Sunday of February. I believe you and I do not take it for granted that God has preserved us to see another month. This scripture I read says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Do you know one of the major things that happens when people die? Is that the power of silence reigns. That is why when you go to the grave There is no noise in the grave When someone exits the body What simply One of the meaning of death Is permanent silence The body The person is shut off for life You can't make noise anymore You can't shout anymore So when you hear one of the Synonymous meaning of death is silence, permanent silence. So when something dies, there is silence. When you stop being thankful, you start dying. When you stop being thankful, you start dying. When there is no joyful noise coming from your mouth anymore, you will not shout. You will not sing. You will not praise. If there is nothing dignifying by keeping silence in the presence of the Lord, you are only saying to yourself, you are as good as dead. When you say someone who will never shout, praise the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Amen. Mm. What you are saying is that you are as good as being dead. Because Death is symbolized by silence. So those who think that it is a, to be silent is a dignifying thing before the Lord, you are making a mistake. 
And those who get irritated when people are shouting, rejoicing, praising God, making a joyful noise, are simply saying they do not know the value of life or living. So, when we come before the Lord, when we appear before God in Zion, one of the ways we say thank you is to make a joyful noise to Him. Now, when you make a joyful noise, you are actually declaring your defeat. That you have, de- you have defeated anything that wants to kill you. When you shout before the Lord, is a statement of declaration that you are saying, Hey, I said they wanted to take my life, but you, cannot, you have not succeeded. Disease wanted to kill me, but you have not succeeded. Every evil that wanted to keep me silent have not succeeded. So now I am still declaring I am here. I am grateful. I am thankful. I am joyful. I am celebrating the fact that I'm alive. That is why the Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. As we have entered into the new month, today is a Thanksgiving Sunday. It's a Sunday we make a joyful noise besides every other Sunday. And one of the ways to thank God is to make a joyful noise. 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 You see, even people are still not getting it. of message because you see they, 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 are, they are big shots they are big shots when you stop being thankful when you stop shouting for God you start dying know it because silence is a sign of death silence is a sign of death you will not die Amen. I said you will not die Amen. you will live long Amen. any disease that wants to kill you will not prevail over you Whatever wants to make your voice never to be heard before God again, this year will not reign over your life. Are you ready to shout? The devil likes is for you to stop shouting. Do you realize that when you are sad, instead of talking, you begin to think. When you do you know people think more when they are not happy, and the devil will be playing the video that you are watching. Anytime you want to stop the devil from playing a video before you, you start praising God. Whatever it is, even when you are facing a difficult situation and the devil will play different images, you see, you will not be able to pay. This one will happen, this one will happen, they will pack your load down. Then listen, say, devil, pause. Do you know how to pause and pause? Hosanna. You see, anytime you praise, the devil cannot play before you. Anytime you praise, the devil cannot play. 
you stop the devil from playing anything is playing because now you are present. There cannot be two master in a place. If somebody wants to stop the devil, it this must of separate. Come on, make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Celebrating our triumphant entrance to the month of February. Yeah. Honorables, special guest of honors, please don't be offended. As we want to shout, we know you don't like shouting. We don't like all these things. So we please, we beg you, as we want to play before the Lord. Because we, we don't believe what the Bible says we should do. It says make a joyful noise. It says enter his place with thanksgiving. It says make dance before him. Say praises unto him. Shall I, Mr. Sethi and Mrs. Honorable. Miss Honorable. Miss Honorable. Please. I say, can I toss your chair for you right now? And say, please, I know you are. You are you, I, I know you don't like this. Oh. Say, say your Excellency, Ma or Sars, Mr. Honorable. Please give me five minutes of play before my God. Can I dust your chair for you while you watch me play before God? If your neighbor says yes, then we are dust your neighbor's chair. Dust your neighbor's chair. Dust it, dust it. Let me dust it. But as for me, I will praise God. I have made it to the month of February. It's great as all shall be to a new month. important event, you go with a gift. So bring us your Thanksgiving offering right now. Everybody, give me my envelope. Give me your Thanksgiving offering. We are taking our special Thanksgiving offering for our triumphant entry into the month of February. You see, like play, like play, we'll be entering every month, one after the other like that, in victory. And it's everything we always get. Are you ready with a Thanksgiving offering? Hey, the enter is gate with thanksgiving. It's caught with praise. Hey, Sister Dukas, I had today's your birthday. So you are not holding any envelope. You don't have to say thank you on your birthday. Hey, ah, what, what, what is that? What is that? What is that? I want to go and do a birthday on. How many people have the privilege of having their birthday on Sunday? Hey, some they have been having it every Thursday for the past 10 years. They have been living God for you to change. Are you ready with a Thanksgiving offering? Are you happy that you are alive? Are you happy that God is on your side? Are you happy that you are in a new month? You see, you, you, you see, you will never have problem. You, see, you think there is something that is making you sad now? May God never make you see what will make you this sad. So put everything behind and let us play before the Lord. All right, we are being grateful. Now lift up your Thanksgiving offering. Those of you watching at the viewing center, very quickly, let's do this together. Father, thank you. Money cannot buy where we are standing today. Thank you for January that just passed. Just like yesterday we said Happy New Year. 
Now we are here in this month of February. Lord, this is our appreciation, a token of our gratitude. Be glorified even as we honor you with it. In Jesus' name. Now, five minutes of excitement, five minutes of special praise, five minutes of playing and dancing. Honorables, watch us. Honorables online, watch us. But as for us, we have no regard. We are going to praise God. Ah, uh, for me, looking, I put that your thing. I think it's it's confession. It doesn't even before I started. I said some some shaking that put already. All right, are you ready? All right, come on, give it to us. Open door. We have entered the open door. I want that now. Give me. You are always there for me Almighty God Come on and celebrate it You are my holy Give him your noise. Give him your noise. Make his joyful noise to the Lord. 
for a new month we return all the glory back to you we shall never be silenced by the devil our voices shall always be heard in the throne room throughout this month nothing shall silence us the voice of joy and thanksgiving shall keep going higher and higher in our lives. Amen. Father, thank you. For by your grace we are standing. We return it to you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Put those hands together for Jesus. Now, before you are seated, for those who are born in the month of February, please can you come forward? We want to pray for you. If you are born, if your birthday falls in the month of February, even at the viewing center, I want to pray for you very quickly. You are highly lifted up. Come on. You are highly February. February. We are praying for February. February. You are highly lifted up. Thank you for all those who are born in the month of February. Those who are here, those who are watching online, even at the various viewing centers. Thank you because they will never have a better yesterday. As they celebrate, their celebration will not turn to sorrow. Now I pray, birthday is a special season of joy, reflection. As you celebrate your birthdays again this year. I pray that every days of your life shall be full of joy. Amen. Whatever will make you regret to be alive will never be your portion. Amen. You will remain celebrated. Amen. And Father, I ask that for all these ones, surprise them with good gifts. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shout Amen. amen. Church, push with them and have a better by putting your hands together for them. God bless you. Congratulations. Happy birthday. We love you. God bless you. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. God bless you. Happy birthday to you in advance. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Father, we thank you now. Can we buy us for a word of prayer to share the word? Father, thank you for the rain of your word that is falling right now. We humble ourselves at your feet, Lord. Now, Lord, as we open our heart to receive, teach us your word. Speak to us. Let our understanding be unlocked. Grant us supernatural insight into your word. Help us to see what you are saying to us. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Shout a louder amen. amen. Now ask your neighbor, where is your Bible? Say, so, do you have a Bible? So do you have a writing material? Now, ask your neighbor. Don't get an answer from your neighbor. Do you? I'm not just saying it to you. Say, get an answer. So why are you not with the notes? Why are you not with the Bible? Now, those who have their Bible, lift up your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. I did not steal it. I did not borrow it. It's my personal Bible. And if I've stolen it, if I've borrowed it, I promise to return it back. And buy my own. This very week. And if I don't have a Bible, today is the last day. 
of my Bibleless life. In Jesus' name. Shout Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. So let us always ensure to come to church with our Bible. Now, for those who have digital Bible, one of the temptations of having a digital Bible is distraction. South Korea's um, researchers show that in South Korea, as of 2019 or so, over 1,000 churches closed down because people no longer are active in church. They are in church, pressing phone, replying to WhatsApp messages. So even as their word is coming, they are not receiving. So should you have the digital Bible, you should put your phone on airplane mode or your device on airplane mode where nothing can disturb you in church. Now, one of the things you can do, we want to encourage, of course, a lot of things are changing. Like now, most of us, we create watch party using our, our social media account to evangelize on Sunday, inviting our friends to join us online to be, partake of the word of God. So when, if, you, if you create a watch party, you create your watch party, it's there running, you can then put your phone on airplane mode. It does not disturb you. you your phone does not have to be on for your watch. You have created it already. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. So we encourage most of you, especially those of you who are Air Force partners, create watch party where you are in church, on your Facebook account, you just quickly launch it because we are online. You like Royal Grace Chapel Faith. You create a watch party. People, your friends who are at home, whatever, they can watch what is going on, partake of the blessing. But yet, you then put your phone on airplane mode so that nothing can distract you. In other words, as you are being blessed in church, you are helping others to also be blessed. Hallelujah. It's a very great thing to do. Praise God. Now today we, I will be sharing on the part 2 of understanding the covenant of divine favor. Understanding the covenant of divine favor. Now, what is divine favor? I would like us to take um, a look at Psalm 102, Psalm 102, verse 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. For thou shalt arise and have mercy on Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. What is divine favor? Divine favor number one, it is the assistance of God, the help of God. That takes a man beyond his natural strength. Divine favor is the assistance of God. The help of God that takes a man beyond his natural strength. So when, thank God for your qualification. Thank God for your degree. Thank God for the connections you have. Thank God for where you are from and all the things you have been able to achieve or wants to achieve with your strength. But when God's favor answers for you, when God's favor reaches out to you, beyond your qualification, beyond your strength, beyond your natural ability, the favor of God then takes you beyond that point. In other words, the favor of God 
remove the full stop, turn it to a comma, and say, Now God has just started with you. Where there is your own, where your own full stop is, favor turns it to a comma and continues from there for you. This year, this month, I pray for you that in this month of February, the favor of God will take you beyond your limitation. The favor of God will take you beyond your strength. In the name of Jesus. What is divine favor? It is the expression of God's delights upon an individual. The expression of God's delights upon an individual. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 26 says, And the child Samuel grew and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. Both with the Lord and also with men. It is God just saying to Samuel, I am happy with you. You see, when God delights in a man, He favors the man. When God delights in a man, He confers upon that man the favor that comes upon him alone. That comes from God alone. What is the fine favor? The fine favor is the mark of God's approval upon an individual. Is the mark of God's approval upon an individual. Genesis chapter 39 verse 21 says, Genesis 39 verse 21, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the prisoner, or in the, in, the, in the sight of the keeper of the prison. He gave him favor in the sight of the, pris- of, of the keeper of the prisoner. In other words, God showed that he was approving of Joseph. When God approves a man, what that man begins to enjoy is the favor of God. You can say that the favor of God is the special treatment of God that is conferred upon a man. The special treatment of God, the VIP treatment of God that is conferred upon a man. You see, what favor does is that God says, I want to treat you specially. I want you to enjoy a VIP treatment. Now, if you've been to the airport, there are what is called the VIP lunch. You will be there. Amen. I said you will be there. Amen. Now, what it means is that by the time you check into the airport, there is a waiting area. In this waiting area, there are different types of waiting area. Now, there is a common area where everybody sits. But there is something called the VIP lunch. You will observe that in that VIP lunch, even somebody will help you carry your load. And by the time you are seated there, the AC there is different. The seat is different. They will serve you there. In fact, in some VIP lounge, there will be bed there for you to sleep whilst you are waiting for your flight to be ready. In fact, some, of, some people in the first class and business class, they, when it is time to check in, you will hear that say, now, um, boy, 767, so London Heathrow is now boarding. Now when the queue is so long, maybe 100 people are on the queue, those who are having this special treatment, you will see that they will just pass by. You, they, everybody is queuing. Then there's another exit for them to enter the plane. By the time you are entering the plane, they are already taking their own coffee. They are already taking their own tea. They are already taking their own uh, whatever. Before everybody is served, even in the economic class and the rest. These ones are, they are sad. In fact, what you observe in the business class or the first class is that the sitting arrangement is different. There is more leg room. The seat is different. But in the economy, 
uh, the seat is almost the same. But in this VIP one, they some of them even have special fridge. They have special waiting area. Even before the plane will take off, those in this VIP session, they are already eating already. Whilst those ones in the economy, they have to wait for the plane to take off. Then the plane stabilizes. Then they, they will not start to now think of serving them. Even before the plane takes us already, this one already is you start perceiving it already. What is the difference? The level of favor is different. I tell you today, by divine favor, God will set you aside for special treatment. In 2021, God will set you aside for special treatment. From today, as you step into this new week, God will set you aside for special treatment. Say it now, it's my season to enjoy special treatment. Hallelujah. What are the benefits of divine favor? I share some of them in the first service. I'm just going to recap them. Then we'll move into the other points here. Number one, divine favor will turn negative situation into a positive one. Divine favor will turn what? A negative situation into a positive one. They threw Joseph in prison in Genesis chapter 39, verse 22. And even that prison became a palace for him. It became a launching pad for the next level of his life. When Potiphar's wife exercised her power to say, No, you refuse to sleep with me. I will now show you who is who in this country. They locked up Joseph. But because the favor of God was with him, if Joseph had not gone into that prison, he would not have met the butler. And it was the butler that spoke on his behalf to fail. Men may think that they are trying to beat you back. They are trying to bring you down. But you see, when the favor of God is upon your life, let life throw any negative thing to you. The Bible says in Romans 8.28, For we know that all things does what? Work together for good to them that love God and accord according to His purpose. One of the purpose of God is that He will always be merciful to those He loves. This year, whatever it is that the devil wants to throw at you, will turn us in your favor. Joseph told his brother, he said, you meant it for my evil. You meant it for my downfall. He said, but God, use it for my good. I tell you today, you may not like where you are staying, but that house will become a place of glory for you. You may not like where you are walking, but when Savior starts, that place of war will become the good place of glory for you. I see God turning it around for you. In the name of Jesus. Number two, benefit of divine favor. Divine favor beautifies your labor. Divine favor beautifies your labor. First Corinthians 15 verse 10 says, But by the favor of God, which is by the grace of God, favor means grace also, I am what I am. And His favor, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labor more abundantly than all. Yet not I, but the grace, the favor of God, which was with me. You see, the favor of God is a game changer in your labor. In fact, it is said that one encounter with favor is better than a thousand years of labor. In other words, favor glorifies your labor. You may be any 10,000 there. Somebody else is any 100,000. But you will see that with your 10,000, you are achieving more. You cannot explain it. It's because the favor is missing with your labor. Today I pray for you that 2021, you will not labor in vain. But the, the favor of God will begin to beautify your labor. I said because of you, some people will want to start doing that business. I said, you know, several years ago, 
I was in the old school, whatever they call it in secondary school. And when we gathered there, in that our old school meeting, everybody began to ask. He said, by that time, I had not gone to school. I wished to go to school when I wanted to go, but my parents could not afford to send me to higher institution. In fact, I barely struggled to finish my secondary school. There was no period, there was no week. I went to school from Monday to Friday without missing school. Because if I did not miss school, I would be hungry. If I did not miss school to go and work in between Monday to Friday, oh, how will I eat? How will my family eat? So even though I was a young boy in secondary school, between my SS1 and SS2, I have learned to miss classes just to earn a living. Sometimes I would work with the bricklayers. Sometimes I had to go and cut grasses. Sometimes I had to go and pack gutters. Sometimes I had to go and do conductor work. Sometimes I had to beg in the street. Sometimes I had I just do anything, what they would call anywhere beneficial kind of lies. Sometimes I had to be there with the malam at the Agege market, selling kuli kuli with them. Selling, I don't know what kuli kuli is in English, but it's called kuli kuli. You understand? <laughs> I have to do anything to survive. But you know what? When God stepped in, it was an, a disadvantaged situation. When we gathered in that secondary school class, we, it was about three years after we finished secondary school. And the students sat down. And they said, well, you, where are you? They said, I'm in UI. You, where are you? I'm in uh, Buffalo and University. You, where are you? I'm in OAU. OOU. You, where are you? And I was, my heart began to palpitate. Baga, baga, baga. When it reaches my turn, what will I say? Because you see, I have tried to go to a higher institution. But there was no money. So all I could do, was to go to one corner in computer village there. Those days, to start learning computer. I was a computer apprentice. And it was not something that I can boast about. But you see, like I said, when the favor of God mixes with your labor, even that your labor, no matter how ridiculous it may be, will become the envy of men. What you need is not plenty job. What you need is the favor of God. You see, when it came to my turn, I had this confidence that one day, God was going to change my story. So when they came to me and they said, You, where are you? I stood up among them. By the grace of God, I am with Debocom Computer Engineer. And you know what they did? <laughs> they they, they bought it. And they, they did what they <laughs> And you know, God had that. <laughs> and he had that. <clears throat> he had that. <laughs> he had that. <laughs> Whatever the sound they made that day, everyone had it. I said that for us. But you know in Exodus chapter 2 The Bible said God heard the groanings Of the children of Israel If you read the Yoruba Bible He said God heard their mm And their mm He said there are times in your life You may not even be happy with where you are You may not be happy that all your friends are married You are not married You may not be happy with all your friends have gone to school You have not gone to school Maybe you don't even know how to read or write Maybe you cannot even spell even the slightest English word But let me say to you, regardless of what life has thrown at you regardless of how disadvantaged that situation may be all you need is a touch of favor when favor comes upon you even people who can read with which they cannot read people who want to unread or unlearn what they have learned because they will think that you are favored because you cannot read but let me say to you, it is because God has stepped in, you know what happened about three years later 
about three to four years later, I was now God has blessed the work of my hand. I was able to now send myself to school, higher institution. Now, while still working, I was running my part time degree course. Now, one of those who said <laughs> was now sitting down. He needed to see me, but my secretary told him to wait because now I had about 15 people now working for me. And now I am in my own executive chair. Now I have a secretary. I have people working. Now, by the time he saw, in fact, when I saw him, I think I saw him in the CCTV or I, I picked from my office, I saw him. I deliberately, may God forgive me, wanted him to sit down small because I knew that now this one needed to see that the <coughs> has now become a good sound in heaven. Listen to me. This year, let them laugh at you. Let them ridicule you. Let them say whatever they want to say. Let them call you whatever name. My God is stepping in with his favor. I said, my God will step in in his favor. I know. Finally, when I told my secretary, I have positioned myself. You know, I know, even though I did not have weight, the, the chair was even, no, you know, when, the, when you, when you, when God blesses you, sometimes you even overdo. You know, my executive chair could always be, could almost be like it to my mother because I was so tiny and the chair was landing me up. But if you have a problem with it, go and buy your own. No, I sat there like that. My hand, I fell on two sides. I said, and the guy entered. When he entered, I said, so, I'm sorry, please. My secretary delayed you, you know. <laughs> said, yes, yeah, yeah. Said, what can I offer you? I said, no, 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 no. I said, so how may I help you? My friend name was Kola. I said, John, John. You know, I finished from Ife, studied biochemistry. I had my two ones, everything. But you see, to get a job is not easy. But I heard that money is in computer. Now I want to come and learn from you. Say, so, eh? me. <laughs> now it is time for me to also. But I had to. Do... <coughs> Instead of, I had to turn it to. <coughs> this year you will call for joy. I said, this year you will call for joy. You see, and I said to you, see, you know, I cannot say you, but I can recommend you. And you know why I recommend him? Say, go to Debocom Computer Engineer. That same place you ridicule. Now is a place. Two of them like that. Two of them like that. Two of them. Two of my classmates. Two of my schoolmates. Two of my mates came to me like that. Huh? Why? Because God changed the story. Listen to me. Stop running Elta Skelter. Huh? Chase favor of God. Go after the favor of God. It will collapse time for you. 2021, God will usher you into His favor. In the name of Jesus. Number two, divine favor. Number three now, divine favor will turn your story to glory. Divine favor will turn your story to glory. The story is told of a woman called Mary. Luke chapter 1 verse 28. And the angel came in unto her. And said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. You may not know the meaning of that greeting. That the Lord, the angel greeted Mary. But let me tell you something about Mary you don't know. In fact, like I shared in the first service. Bible theologians have struggled to know the exact age of Mary. Because there was something about Mary that was not totally clear in the Bible. Even the Bible could not throw more light on it. The Bible only said that Mary was betrothed unto Joseph. But do you know that Mary's background 
was so irrelevant and so obscure that till today the woman who gave birth to the Messiah nobody knows her father's name nobody knows her mother's name do you know why? because when Mary got married the guy, the carpenter guy had no money to, to continue the wedding you see, he was betrothed but there was something after betrothment which was the proper wedding that should have been done but here was Joseph the woman was there everybody in the family knows the guy but now he's not able to do the wedding because he was a carpenter the customers were not coming he had no money to do the thing so whilst he was still waiting whilst people began to ridicule this small girl who had chose to start his life with this carpenter maybe the father was dead maybe the mother was dead maybe that's why she wanted to even marry early because there was no no background at all Mary was one of the women in the Bible that her background even though she could have been said nothing was said of her genealogy it could tell you how life was ridiculing her how people look down on her you know there is something called background background always want to magnify itself above the foreground this is the foreground I am in front but my background is bigger than me and sometimes your background wants to make itself bigger and tell people how they should see you. Your background wants to say, this girl, she has committed so many abortions. She does not desire to marry. This one, she has slept with so many people. She does not desire the favor of God. This one is a forward night. Nothing good should come out. Your background wants to cover your life, to make people see you in a certain way. This was what was happening to Mary. Mary's background was so I was so, was so whatever it was that nobody wanted to reconcile with it. But when the Lord stepped in, when favor stepped in, the favor of God said, Woman, Mary, even though you may not have friends, even though nobody wants to associate with you, God has chosen you and your carpenter husband. God has chosen you and your stool maker. God has chosen you and your roof maker. God has chosen you and this man that people have ridiculed to now make you a name in history. Do you know that Mary, the root word for Mary means rebellion. The root meaning of Mary means bitterness. But do you know till today, Mary got so changed her story that people want to even, people are burying Mary, regardless of what it means, because there was a Mary that God took from bitterness to sweetness God took from rebellion to obedience, there was a Mary God said, I'm not even going to change your name but I will change you without changing your name I'm, going, I'm not going to do anything about your name, but I will let your name be there, so that when they call Mary they expect to see bitterness but they are seeing sweetness, when they call Mary, they expect to see rebellion, they are seeing obedience. When they call Mary, they expect to see defeat, but they are seeing victory. God changed it. God turned it around. And today, even people are praying to Mary. Say, hey, oh Mary, better than that, that woman, better than the fruit of that woman. Because why? God changed her story by his favor. And you know what? Even when she gave birth to Jesus, they still refused to find out who Mary was. They still refused to find out who her mother was. They still refused to find out who her father was. Why? Because they never thought something good can come out of her. Listen to me. That your war room is going to be a palace. That your war room, the whatever is a disadvantage to you, even the mistakes of your past, this favor of God is turning it around. That when your story will be written one day, people will wish that they have made the mistake you have made. Because regardless of what has happened to you, God is about to change your story. God is about to use your story to glorify you. God glorified Mary. There's another woman 
called Naomi. In fact, this one, the devil said, you will never go. I want to bastardize your name. You know, the devil knows how to magnify himself. The devil knows how to press people down. Naomi married uh, and had children. Two children. There was, there was crisis in their country. Then they, they tried to travel. Then shortly after the travel, the husband died. Oh, the husband died. The children married two women in the train land so that they can easily produce. Shortly after the two children married, just when Naomi wanted to settle down again, life struck again, took the first son. That one died. Then the second one, Naomi had not finished crying. The second son also died. And what do you think everybody will call Naomi? Husband killer. Nobody wanted their children to ever go to the family of Naomi. Everybody said, this woman, she is not favored of God. This woman, she is cursed. For the husband to have died, for the two sons to have died, something is wrong. But there was one girl called Ruth who knew that when favor sets in, everything can change. Ruth said, you know, everybody is saying that you are an, an unlucky person. Everybody is saying, when they, whatever you touch does not work. You know, sometimes in our life, there is this pressure of life that even you yourself will begin to feel that something is wrong with you. Because when you touch this, it's like it's not working. When you touch this, it's like it fails. When you touch this, it's like nothing is happening. If the thing was working, when you get there, it will look as though it's not working. Listen to me. It is a life from the pit of hell. Your life will still be glorified by God. Don't let the devil tell you that you are the unlucky person. Yeah, you may be unlucky before men, but when favor colors your life, when the favor of God decorates your life, all those stories, God will turn them around to glorify you. Do you know what? Naomi said, let me rise again. She refused to give up. She pressed on. She pressed on. Now, when the favor of God, when the favor of God stepped into the life of Naomi, not only did the daughter marry one of the richest men in that country later on, the daughter gave birth to a son. And the people who have called her unlucky, the people who have called her unfavored, the people who have called her by a different name, they came to her and said, Surely, Look at what God has done. The God of Naomi will be our God. This year, God will make you a point of prayer point for you people. People will say, your God will be my God. People will want to serve your God. Because why? Favor. Favor. And do you know what happened? Not only did she give birth, she became the great-grandmother of Jesus Christ. Because Naomi, they got Jesse. Jesse, they got David. And David became the lineage. God chose the lineage of this woman who have mourned. Who knows what it means to cry in the night? Who knows what it means to cry in the pillow? Who knows what it means to just smile outside and go back in the inside and cry? Who knows what it means to smile on the outside? But deep down, she was crying. God wiped her tears away by giving her everlasting joy. Hear the word of the Lord. Whatever is making you cry, whatever is taking tears from your life, whatever has put you down in the pit of discouragement, the favor of God is bringing you out this year. The favor of God is bringing you out this year in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, yes, it is me. Hallelujah. How do you provoke divine favor? Number one, honoring God. Honoring God. Genesis chapter 6, verse 7 to 9. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast. And the creeping thing and the fowls of the hair. For it repented me that I have made them. Verse 8. But Noah found.
found grace, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. What did Noah do to find the favor of God? What was the secret of Noah's favor? Verse 9 explained it to us of Genesis chapter 6. He said, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just and perfect man in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Noah walked with God. In other words, Noah knew that in the midst of this corruption, let me stand and still serve God. In the midst of all this evil, you know, let me just be there. And God saw that this man knows how to honor me. And do you know what happened? There was going to be economy meltdown. There was going to be total clearance of economy. But God said in the midst of economic meltdown, the one I favor will begin to enjoy abundance. Do you know, before the meltdown came, God told him what to do. God told him build a hack. God told him exactly what and what to do. You know one thing? Don't expect the economy of the world to get better. Because the Bible says in the last days, perilous times shall come. But listen to me. What you should expect is for God to arise upon you and give you favor. You see, in the midst of economic meltdown, Noah had more than enough to eat. God said, take all these animals. Take all these animals. Take all these animals. I remember, shortly before I was going to get married, my in-laws and a lot of people were against it. The question was, why do you want to marry early? Why do you want to marry early? My wife was in her early 20s. I was in my early 20s. And I said, now is the time to marry. I said to my wife, I said, you see, I love you, girl. You are so delicious and lulu so juicy. And if I see you now, I feel like sleeping with you. But I'm a Christian. How long can I go on? So I said, I'm going to marry you now. And everybody said, no. You are too early. Why don't you settle down small? Why don't you just wait small? Why don't you do it? Everybody, if my family were against marriage. I know one thing is for everybody to be against your marriage. The worst thing is for your in-laws to be even against the marriage itself. My father-in-law was against it. My mother-in-law was against it. My own mother was against it. It was so bad at the point that they were even exchanging words. You know when you say Keep your daughter out He said you to keep your son If I see your daughter in my house eh, I'm going to make sure I arrest her If I also see your foolish son there ah, There was no hope Because like Now World War II Between the two parents And there was It was as though Everything was not going to work out And so one of the conditions was that Shabir you say if you marry Then we will not support you Go and do it yourself But you know When you honor God He elevates you when you honor God, you can never go down. When you see, what you need is not to begin to change figure. It's not begin to, to lie. You see, when people that don't know the principle of honoring God, they are the ones that will turn to liars in the place of work. Turn to stealing. Sleep with this, sleep with that. Maybe if I go sleep with him one more time, he will marry me. Maybe if I cut this corner, change this figure, this we don't have. You see, when you honor God, all righteousness exalts a nation. Sin brings people down. You must get to the point, just like Joseph, that I would rather go to the prison than sit inside air condition as a thief. As a fornicator, I would rather lose my job. Joseph was ready to lose his job than to make fast money sleeping with the boss wife. Than to make fast money cutting corners. You see, how when you honor God, it will cost you something. The fear that you are not who you don't want to lose is what will make you lose at the end of the day. I know people who are saying, Oh, when the guy says, If I don't sleep with you, I will not marry you, and they say, Because of that, you open for him wife, you give him unparalleled access, and afterwards, he asks. 
full access, then he walks away. It pains you. You see, when you honor God, you tell yourself, Oh boy, my zip remain close. If you don't want to marry me, I'll rather tell single that to displease God. You see, Joseph said, Why should I do this? And displease God. See, those who have quick fix mentality always end up in the pit of life. Those who have quick fix mentality, shortcuts here, shortcuts there, you want to do it, you will end up in the pit of life. But those who honor God, God always elevate them. Why? Because when you honor God, promotion is guaranteed for you. Going back to that story. You know what? I was there when the Lord told me, now invest in the stock market. And then, he began to tell me, I remember those days, uh, elephant cement was just elephant cement, it was not Lafarge. I didn't know what was happening. There were two shares that brought me money. The Lord told me, invest in these elephant cement shares. So, I went ahead, bought elephant cement shares. I did, nobody trained me in stock market. But you see, the Lord I was honoring. Who now my parents I said, go and marry. She didn't say you have the money. Go and marry. It was not telling me the secret of prosperity. I remember buying elephant cement shares those days. Then I think it was Nigerian Beauties or one of those other shares. It took me about two no no no. Bedness cement. I think Ben no no. One of those one of those I will remember later. No. AP, thank you. African petroleum shares. He told me buy African petroleum shares. So I carried the money with me. Bought elephant cement. Bought African petroleum shares and I was there from nowhere Forte decided to buy AP when the shares of AP go and check was around 20 something naira when I bought it I forgot how much I bought but within that time that Forte wanted to buy AP the shares rose for more than more than 400% within a month or two then Elephant cement was to be taken over by Lafarge. Lafarge said, We are going to buy elephant cement. And that one too. Boom! No, I did not see it coming. But here was I. Money just came. And I was able to say, We are going to marry now. Yeah, buy your wedding gown. Buy this. I went to the house. I bought the furniture. And they were thinking it was a play. Like play, like play. We organized the wedding. And it was when they saw that the thing, these guys meant business. Then they joined later on. Listen to me. When you honor God, whatever may look difficult, as you honor Him, will become easy for you. Because honoring God brings elevation. Honoring God brings true prosperity. This is the reason why some of us are now where we are. is because we have engaged in so many shortcuts that dishonor Him. When you go shortcut, you are caught short at the end of the day. When you go go, shortcut, shortcut will cut you short with God. Why? Because He is a faithful God. He does not want to share His glory with any man. He will not share His glory with your lying check. He will not share His glory with your your fornication. He will not share His glory. When God wants to step in, He He does not like to share His glory with any man. So this year, you want the favor of God. Decide that you live a life that honors God. A life that is centered around Him. God first. Every other thing, second. Whatever he does not like, I will not take. What does it mean to honor God? It means to live a godly life. That is what I'm saying, saints. It means to live a godly life. And the scriptural reference, Psalm 5 verse 12. For thou will bless the righteous. Psalm 5 verse 12. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will thou compass him as with a shield. Then number two. What does it mean to honor God? It means to honor him with your substance. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruit of all thy increase, so shall thy bands be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. When you honor God, you honor Him with your obedience by being, living a godly life. You honor Him with your substance. You honor Him with your substance. You see, I remember how I bought my first car. One, it was a midweek service. The pastor came to church. And said, there's a church that is moving out of town. And this church wants to sell all their instruments. They have keyboard. They have 50 chairs. They have saxophone. And they want to sell it to us. I think at that moment it was around 150,000 naira at that time. Yes, 150,000 was a lot of money then. And um, the pastor said, we want to raise money. I was sitting somewhere in that congregation. When I said, the Lord just told me now. It is time to honor me with your substance. So after this service, I went straight to the pastor. I said, Pastor, you know what? I'm going to pay for all these things that you have said. But please, don't tell anybody I'm the one that did it. He said, are you sure? I said, yes. So the next day, I went. Maybe all that I had in my accounts then would be like 180000 But it was not so much. It was far more than what I had. And I transferred the money. The, the church brought the thing and I let go. About two weeks later, I was in my office. I've even forgotten what I've done. Then here comes this man. He entered into my office and said, he wants to see the owner of the place. I've seen so many 419s before. So I thought that this must be one of them. And because the story was too real to be good. He said, when God wants to honor you, when God wants to favor you, if you yourself, you think that it's too good to be real. Because the thing is beyond normal strength. It's beyond normal reason. And the man said, you know, I was, my office is on the second floor. In computer village those days. He said, I was passing. And something told me, something told me to look up. And I looked up. I saw that company. And the thing said, go and deal with that man. As a story. You see, for when I have come again. I said, so, what do you want? He said, you know, I, I, I came from Spain. Now look at the story. And I'm about to go back to Spain. And I came with a car. And I'm, I want to sell the car now. I'm looking for someone to buy it. And I just feel like selling the car to you. Now you and I in Lagos. Don't you think that that is taste by moonlight? No, doesn't that look like a typical 419 setup? You see? So I said, uh, okay. Okay. Then he bought the computer too. It's the Shiba computer. He said, I also want to sell this. So I said, Well, me, I don't a police have carried me before. I will not buy anything without a receipt. Oga, where's your receipt? Then he bought one straight uh, receipt like that from Barcelona, whatever. I can't remember. I priced it. I priced the thing ridiculously to discourage him. The first thing was I he said, Bring money. Then something told me, Ah, I should have priced it down more. <laughs> You know, when something is too good to be real, you know, so you feel that even when it did come so easy, you feel, oh, why, how many of you have seen such a thing before? You felt, no, I could have done. Then he got to the car. This time around, I was prepared. He said, where is the car? Nine post. I followed him. I gave everybody my address. In case anybody, I said somebody should follow me. I can't remember. We got to Ikeja Nine post. I saw the Gulf 3, red Gulf 3 car. He said, this is the car. And he asked me, I said, how much do you want to sell the car? Do you know the question he asked me? How much do you have? You see, how much do you want to sell? It's different from how much you have. You see, one thing you must know. There are some things 
that will not come to you at the normal price. It will only come to you at the favored price. There is something called favored price. It is a price that has regard not for the actual cost, but for what God has put in your pocket. If what you have is 1,000 naira, you God can give you a deal of 100,000 because that is the favored price. This year, may you begin to take delivery of things at the favored price. May God begin to give you things at the favored price. You don't have to walk for the house before you own one. You don't have to walk for 100 years before you own. At the favored price, what should have been sold for a million will be giving you to you at a thousand rates. Because God is favoring you. And I told him how much I had. And just like before, he said, bring money. Boom! My heart came out again. I said, bring money. Eh? Then I began to ask foolish questions. Where is the car receipt? Where is the car? I don't know what to ask. So I had to begin to call people. Because he said, now, how can I, when I woke up this morning, the least thing I will ever have thought of was that I was going to buy a car at what the rate I have. Not the rate at which they are selling it. So I still felt that this guy must have stolen the thing. So I began to say, Give me, he gave me the papers, he gave me everything. Can I know your house? Can I know this? You know, I began to make several things. Eventually, by the time I gave him the money, and my heart was still like, who will hear this? How will I explain this? And the rest of the thing. But do you know what? Week one pass. Like play, like play. The car was still mine. Week two, week three, first month, second month, of a truth. It was not a stolen car. That's how I had my first car. Why? Then I remember. I've even forgotten. Then the Lord laid. When you honored me with your substance, everyone open. You see, you must get to a point where you don't worship money. Listen to me as Christians. The Bible says you cannot serve God and money. You see, when you worship money, you cannot lord over money. The secret of money is to learn to make to, to lend money to be your servant and not you serving money. You cannot keep making decisions on who you want to marry based on how much the person has. I hear one foolish person says, When I see men in car, he said my mind begins to work hard. You see, you may have the car today, but you will not drive bicycle tomorrow. You see, because what matters most is not how it starts, it's how it ends. Today he may have just a shoe, but tomorrow he may have a jet. Today if she may have not, she may not even be educated. Tomorrow she may even be the next vice president of Nigeria. Because the favor has no regard for background. So when you begin to honor God with your substance, you see, you are making room for God to bless you. I told myself recently, I took my father-in-law to one of my house. My father-in-law prostrated in that house and said, God has made me see good days. But you remember, I remember when we were going to get married. I don't look like a, a good husband material. I don't look like somebody that could be celebrated. I don't, me say at the point, my mother-in-law was asking my wife whether I was a policeman because see, my favorite color was black and brown. And if you ask me, not because they were my actual color, because they were color that I dead. I asked to, if I, I had to, I learned the art of wash and wear. Because you see, when I wear those blacks and white, nobody knows whichever way. But you see, time has passed. I was I, I had to lie down there beside my father-in-law in that house and remembered how I started. You see, I have never ceased to honor God with my substance. Don't worship money. Don't let money be your God. When what you serve, you cannot control. What you serve, 
you cannot control. This habit of Christians becoming unfaithful, when they, especially when it comes to the giving to God, then you have goosebumps, you have this headache, you have this malaria, malaria of giving to God. And you say, well, one man, God does not need your money. It is you that needs God. Until you overcome the love of money, you cannot have enough of it. As Christians, let the world worship money. But we, we worship the living God. Bible says, my God shall supply all my needs according to His riches in glory through Christ Jesus. I see the favor of God answering for you. I say, I see God's favor answering for you. You know, stop putting money first. Put God first. Today, I'm one of the successful computer engineers in Nigeria. I'm the first Apple certified technician in Nigeria. But you see, that journey started with honoring God when He told me, pick a job of 2,000 naira and the salary, the expenses alone was 1,800. 200 naira, how will I survive it for a month? That was where I learned the secret of Igbo food. If you don't have money, know how to eat Igbo food. Igbo gari will sustain you like cement will sustain a house. I'm telling you, I look at you. I left it for me, boy. I said, I left it. All this Olubu, whatever. I left it. You see, when you don't have money, you must let the power of um, bitter leaf and a goosey. It's very easy to eat. And when you eat it, it's like concrete. The whole day is there for you. They just they're sustaining you. You understand? Because, you see, I was managing 200 naira, sir, for a month. I learned the power of trekking. Oh, and when you tread with a Bible, you will not feel it. Only your leg will be weak at the end of the day. But your stomach will not be weak. Hallelujah. But you see, it's the seven years from that place. God was not looking at that present money. He was looking at what I was going to get in the future. Be faithful with little that He has committed into your hand. Be faithful when He asks you for what he, what he has given to you. Be faithful with whatever He has committed. Then you will see Him supplying you with much. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Finally, be addicted to serving God. Be addicted to serving God. Psalm 102 verse 13 says, Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. For thy servant take pleasure in a stone and favor the stuff, the dust thereof. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth. Thy glory. Learn to be addicted in serving God. Serve God. You see, there are two types of sweats. There are what we call the sweats for your daily bread. And the other one is the sweat for kingdom advancement. See, the sweat for daily bread can only meet your daily needs. In fact, it is found in Genesis chapter 3 verse 9. It says, you shall eat bread from the sweats of your head. That's what you shall eat. So if all you are sweating for is daily bread, you are actually going to partake of the curse of Genesis 3 9. But there's these other sweats. It's called the sweat for kingdom advancement. In Luke chapter 22 verse 44, the Bible recorded that Jesus sweated in the garden of Eden. He was not praying for bread. He was not praying for food. He was praying for the will of God to be done. He was praying for the next level of the move of God on the earth. And whilst Jesus was praying for what God wanted to do, he forgot that the Father needed a shoe. He forgot to pray about other things. He was praying, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Not my will, but thy will, O God. And the Bible said, He sweat, turned blood. His sweat was so strong. 
And you know what happened? Philippians chapter 2 verse 19 says, Wherefore God had highly exalted him by giving him a name that is above every other name. Those who sweat for God cannot sweat for daily bread. Those who sweat to promote the work of God cannot sweat to eat again in life. Why? Jesus broke that curse of Adam by sweating for the kingdom of God in that garden. You can break the curse of Adam in your life by learning to engage your sweat for God. By sweating for the kingdom of God. How do you do this? You sweat by intercessory prayers. That is why we have rise to glory. Every Monday to Saturday you see us praying every morning. Praying every morning. You may despise what we are doing, but we are breaking the curse of Jesus 319. Where we engage our sweat for the things of God. When you go for outreach, you preach to people from house to house. You are sweating for God. Your sweat is being a blessed one. You cannot sweat for daily bread anymore. You cannot sweat for daily bread. You then have the power to choose what you want to sweat for in life. Sweat for daily bread or sweat for the kingdom of God. But Jesus sweat for the kingdom of God to be promoted. And the Bible says, God highly favored him by giving him a name above every other name. 2021, God will favor you. As you sweat for God, as you labor for God, I see His promotion coming your way. I see His breakthrough coming your way. Others will be dying for it, but Matthew 6, 33, He will be adding it for you. He will be adding it for you. He will add healing to you. He will add breakthrough to you. He will add deliverance to you. He will add divine help to you. What others are dying to get will be coming to you with ease. Why? You are sweating for the Lord. Stand to your feet with me and shout, it's my season for favor. Are you ready to provoke divine favor? Are you ready to provoke divine favor? Then lift your voice and say, Father, thank you for your word. Thank you because it's my set time to be favored. Thank you because it's my set time to be favored. Yes, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. I give you praise. I give you praise. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We give you praise for your word, Lord. We receive thank you, 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 Lord. Oh Lord, we say thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you now know that you can provoke the favor of God with what you do. And I've given you two keys out of the several ones. Godliness and addicted to serving God. Why don't you enter into this covenant of divine favor today? Why don't you make up your mind to say not by power, not by might? 2021, I want to provoke divine favor. If you want to provoke divine favor, you know the covenant, basic covenant requirement now. Righteousness, addiction to serving God. Perhaps the next one is declaration. To always declare favor over your life. But these two are very important first. Now, if you want this divine favor, you can have it. If you want it, you can have it. If you want it, you can have it. So, number one, if you are not born again, you can make up your mind to be born again now. Because that is the foundation of godliness. That is the foundation of godliness. If you are backslidden, you know that you are backslidden. You are struggling doing it your own strength. Why don't you come back to him? Say, come unto me, all you that labor, and I heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
You can say, now I'm saying bye-bye to that relationship. I'm saying bye-bye to that 419 job. I'm saying bye-bye to this betting life. I'm saying bye-bye to this. I want to now go after God. I want to go after God. I want to serve God. So you can lay that foundation of godliness today by choosing to give your life to Jesus. So wherever you are, at the various viewing center or in this place or online, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I need God's favor. I want to lay the foundation of godliness. I am backslidden, but I want to come back to God. Wherever you are, place your hand on your chest. I want to pray for you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, just quickly place your right hand on your chest. I want to pray for you. Place your right hand on your chest. Everywhere you are, I want to pray for me, you right now. I want to pray for you right now. Now say these words after me. Say with me, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to be born again. Today, I come to you just as I am. And I boldly declare that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins. I believe with all my heart that He was buried. I believe with all my heart that Jesus rose from the grave. Today, dear Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart to you. Please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. Wash all my sins away with your precious blood. And please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul today. Today, I lay the foundation for divine favor. My sins are forgiven. My sins are remitted. I am born again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you for all those who have prayed this prayer. Those who have rededicated their life to Christ. Those who are ready to lose in order to gain more of you. Father, I pray today that these ones will be established in your kingdom forevermore. In the name of Jesus. I pray for this ones, O oh God. That they will be rooted and grounded in your kingdom forevermore. The foundation of divine favor is laid today. Let them begin to walk in it and enjoy it. You will enjoy divine favor. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The second key to provoking divine favor. Serving God. Listen to me. Listen to me. Divine favor works. When it was time for me to go to school in America. It was somebody that I don't know walked into my office saw him servicing and he said what do you need I said I need to get certification for this thing in America how much is it I told him the millions of dollars that it was required he said come to my office and see me and that was it that was it see today the man does not know my house he doesn't know my house you see I know what it means to work in favor I said the first contract I ever collected from University of Lagos Department of Works I had my company was not registered. I had my company was not registered. But I stood there, bidding for the thing. And the man looked at me and said, Kikere, what have you come to do here? And I said, I have come to bid for this contract. I got it. But from that day, the director of works, University of Lagos, became a father to me. A man I could sit on his chair, open his fridge and eat. As though he was my biological father. In fact, it became so bad that people were thinking that maybe I was a son from another marriage. It was because of the favor of God. You don't have to labor for everything. 
Let favor answer for you. What is the secret? Make up your mind to serve God. Today, if you want to provoke it, I want you to make up your mind that you will serve God with your strength, with your energy, with all that you have. You want divine favor? Why don't you say, Father, this year, I'm committing myself to serving you. I will serve you more than ever before. If you want it, you can have it. If you want it, you can have it. If you would like to provoke it, now lift your voice and say, Father, here I am. I give you myself. Use me. For your glory this year, use me. For your glory this year, I want to serve you, Lord. I am committing myself to serving you. Why don't you enter into that covenant of still worship with God? And say, Lord, I will serve you. I will go after your interest. I will go after the things you love. He said to Peter, feed my flock. Not to run and begin to feed my flock. If you want it, now enter into that covenant. Enter into that covenant. Make up your mind to serve Him. Make up your mind today, Lord, I am dedicating my life to you. I will serve you with all that I have, with everything you are blessed me with. Here I am, Lord. Take me, Lord. Use me for your glory. Lift your voice and talk to Him. Lord, I pray that you use me for your glory. Dedicate yourself to serving Him. Dedicate myself to you. Dedicate yourself to serving Him. In the name of Jesus. It's time to serve God. Use me, Lord. It's time to serve God. It's time to enter into the favor that that collapsed level. All you need is to pray from the depth of your heart. Jesus said, Thy will be done in my life. And God exalted him. This is your season to be exalted by God. It's your season for God to exalt you. As you commit yourself to serving him. As you commit yourself to serving the interest of his kingdom. To serving the interest of his kingdom. Lord, I pray that you use me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Rakapusha Nikayanaba. Bandikayanabusha. Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, I pray for your people. My God, before whom I stand today, 2021, from this day, this February. May the covenant of divine favor begin to answer for you. As you step out of this place, Psalm 89, verse 3 says, My covenant will lie no break, neither will I alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. You have said that you will favor those who serve you. You are saying you will encompass the righteous around with favor. Mm-hmm. As this was today, enter into the covenant of divine favor. Mm-hmm. My Father, from this day, as you step out of this place, may you begin to enjoy divine favor. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you turn, may the favor of God begin to answer for you. Mm-hmm. As you go into this new month, as you go into this new week, may the favor of God open doors for you. Mm-hmm. May the Every mistake of the power that I refuse to let go by divine 
story now. Be changed to glory in the name of Jesus. Whatever has disgraced you, whatever has brought shame to your lineage, whatever has brought shame to your life, by divine favor, may God turn it around for your glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything that has made you cry like Naomi. Everything that has brought shame to you like Naomi. Everything that people have used to ridicule your God. Now, people will praise your God for it from today. In the name of Jesus. Mary was ridiculed because she had a carpenter husband. Today, whatever is a symbol of disgrace in your life. Whatever represents a symbol of ridicule. They have called you barren. They have called you motherless. They have called you jobless. They have called you marriedless. They have called you by any form of ridiculous name. Today, my God that has helped me, the God who is the anointed one of my life, may He arise and turn it around for your good in the name of Jesus. From today, enter into your glory. From today, enter into your victory. From today, enter into your next level. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As you honor the Lord with your strength, you will not sweat for daily bread anymore. You will not beg for bread anymore. As you honor the Lord with your sweat, may the Lord God who exalted Christ exalt you. This is your sin of exaltation. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name I have prayed. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop our website at www.rtc.ng. May God bless you.